This is a reading of the CK12 article, Theory of Plate Tectonics. Introduction. Have you ever looked closely at a globe? That continents look like a giant jigsaw puzzle. North America looks like it could fit next to Europe. The edge of South America matches Africa. Scientists noticed these same features. It caused them to start asking questions. They wanted to know if these continents were connected. If so, how can something so large move so far? What could possibly have enough force to move such a giant slab of rock? Is there other evidence that can provide clues to the past positions of continents? How can answering these questions help us? A scientist named Alfred Wegener had the same question. Wegener looked at rocks on both sides of the Atlantic Ocean. He noticed they were the same type and age. He thought that the rocks must have formed side by side. He proposed that the rocks then drifted apart. One part went with North America, the other part went with Europe. Wegener also matched up mountain ranges. The Appalachian Mountains were just like the mountain ranges in other places across the Atlantic. They looked like mountain ranges in eastern Greenland, Ireland, Great Britain, and Norway. Wegener thought they must have formed as a single mountain range. This mountain range must have broke apart as the continents split up. The mountain range separated as the continents drifted. Wegener's ideas are now well accepted in the science community. Science now knows a lot about this process that causes continents to move. The theory that explains how continents move is called plate tectonics. Plate tectonics is the key to many of Earth's mysteries. The theory of plate tectonics explains most of the features of Earth's surface. This knowledge helps us to know where and why mountains form. We know where new ocean floor will be created. We also know where it will be destroyed. We know why earthquakes and volcanic eruptions happen. More important, we know where they will happen. Having this knowledge also helps us find new mineral resources. Earth's tectonic plates. So how did scientists learn so much about Earth? Believe it or not, it had a lot to do with the Cold War. The military funded seismograph networks to be built. Seismographs measure the movement of Earth's surface. The purpose was to see if other nations were testing atomic bombs. The seismographs were used to detect bomb tests. They also gave scientists detailed information about earthquakes around the world. What can earthquakes tell us about our planet? Earthquake locations. The evidence about earthquakes was curious. Earthquakes did not happen everywhere. In some places, they were more common. In other places, they were rare. They were very common along mid-ocean ridges. At the deep sea trenches, they also happened frequently. In fact, earthquakes were common all around the Pacific Ocean. Volcanoes were also found in these same areas. Scientists named this region 
the Pacific Ring of Fire. Earthquakes and Plate Boundaries Earthquakes seem to outline a special feature on Earth's crust. Earthquakes let scientists know where the crust was moving. This led to the discovery that Earth's crust was broken up into regions, or plates. Earthquakes happen most often along these plate boundaries. This was evidence that continents can move. The movements of the plates are called plate tectonics. Earth's crust is divided into plates. There are about a dozen large plates and several small ones. Each plate is named for the continent or ocean basin it contains. Scientists know the plates are in motion. They now know the direction and speed of this motion. Plates don't move very fast. They only move a few centimeters a year. This is about the same rate as fingernails grow. So you might wonder, what could cause this motion? What supplies the energy to cause this change? How plates move. Heat supplies the energy that causes motion. The deeper you go into Earth's core, the hotter it gets. At the core, it is really hot. All that heat tries to rise toward the surface. In the mantle, the rock is partially melted and is able to move. As it is heated, the material in the mantle moves toward the surface. As the mantle material rises, it, it cools. When it reaches Earth's crust, it is mostly stopped. A little of the material can break through the surface, but not all. Instead, it begins to move horizontally. The mantle material moves horizontally away from a mid-ocean ridge crest. Toward the surface, the mantle material starts to cool. As it cools, it sinks back down into the mantle. These areas are where deep sea trench occur. The material sinks back down to the core. This system operates like a giant conveyor belt. The motion is due to heating and cooling is called convection. Plate boundaries. Plate boundaries are where two plates meet. These are dynamic areas. Most geologic activity takes place at plate boundaries. As plates interact, they cause many of the large features we see on Earth's surface. As plates interact, they can cause volcanoes, earthquakes. They can even cause mountain ranges to form. Plates can interact in different ways. Plates can move away from each other. They can move toward each other. Finally, they can slide past each other. These are the three types of plate boundaries. One, at divergent plate boundaries, the two plates move away from each other. Two, at convergent plate boundaries, the two plates move towards each other. Three, at transform plate boundaries, the two plates slip past each other. The features created vary by the boundary type. They also vary by the type of crust at the boundary. Divergent plate boundaries. Plates move apart at divergent plate boundaries. This can occur in the oceans or on land. 
mid-ocean ridges. Plates move apart at mid-ocean ridges. As it gets pulled apart, it gets thinner and thinner. Eventually, magma can break through. Lava rises upward, erupts, and cools. Lava is the name given to magma that has reached the surface. Over time, the layers of lava will push the seafloor outward. An example is how North America is moving away from Europe. There is a mid-ocean ridge in the center of the Atlantic Ocean. All these types of boundaries, excuse me, at these types of boundaries, new crust is formed. The rising of magma causes earthquakes. Most mid-ocean ridges are located deep underwater. In a few areas, the ridge is very tall. In a few places, the ridge can be above water. The island of Iceland is one of these places. It is part of the mid-Atlantic ridge. What makes the seafloor spread apart? Continental rifting. A divergent plate boundary is not always beneath the ocean. Sometimes they occur on land. This is called continental rifting. Magma rises beneath the continent. The crust thins, breaks, and then splits apart. A valley is formed. These valleys are called rift valleys. The East African Rift is a rift valley. Yes, Africa is breaking apart. Eastern Africa is splitting away from the rest of Africa. Eventually, the whole continent will break apart. The valley will get larger and larger. Magma will rise up. Lava will create a new surface. Has this ever happened before? There was once a supercontinent called Pangaea. It broke apart just like Africa is doing now. This is how the Atlantic Ocean formed. It explains why North America and Europe could fit together. Convergent Plate Boundaries Sometimes plates collide. These regions are called convergent plate boundaries. These collisions can happen anywhere. They can happen between a continent and oceanic crust. It can happen between two oceanic plates. It can even happen between two continents. Ocean Continent Convergence What do you think will happen when plates collide? Oceanic crust may collide with a continent. The oceanic crust is denser than continental crust. As a result, oceanic crust subducts. Subduction occurs when on-plate dives under the other during the collision. This occurs at an ocean trench. Subduction zones are where subduction takes place. These areas have intense earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. What happens to the subducted plate? It actually melts as it re-enters the mantle. The magma it creates rises to the surface. It will eventually erupt onto the surface. This creates a volcanic mountain range. These occur near the coast of the continent. The Andes Mountains were formed along a subduction zone. The Andes Mountains run along the western edge of South America. Ocean-Ocean Convergence What happens when two oceanic plates collide? 
One of the plates will sink beneath the other. The plate that subducts starts to melt as it pushes deeper into the mantle. The melted rock works its way up toward the surface. It will eventually erupt onto the surface. It will form a volcano. Along the subduction zone, a line of volcanoes will form. The volcanoes start to build new land. Japan, Indonesia, the Philippine Islands, and the Aleutian Islands of Alaska formed along subduction zones. Continent-continent convergence. Continental crust is lighter than oceanic crust. It is also very thick compared to oceanic crust. Continental crust is too thick to subduct. When continental plates collide, they smash each other. It's just like when you put hands on two sides of a sheet of paper and bring your hands together. The material has nowhere to go but up. This violent collision will cause many earthquakes. Unlike other types of collisions, volcanoes are not formed. The crust is too thick for magma to get through. Mountain building. In places where continents collide, very large mountain ranges are formed. You may know some of these mountain ranges. Have you ever heard of the Himalayas? They contain the world's tallest mountains. They are still getting higher. Every year they gain about an inch in height. They formed because two continents are colliding. The Indian plate is colliding with the Asian plate. The Appalachian Mountains formed this same way. The Appalachian Mountains formed a long time ago. They have been worn down through time. At one time, they were taller than the Rocky Mountains. This range formed when two continents collided. Transform Plate Boundaries In some places, plates slide past each other. This is called a transform plate boundary. These plate boundaries experience huge earthquakes. You may have heard of the San Andreas Fault. It is a famous transform boundary. This fault runs through the state of California. At this fault, two plates slowly grind past each other. The Pacific plate is rotating counterclockwise. The North American plates is moving south. At transform plate boundaries, crust is not created nor destroyed. Intraplate activity. Most geological activity takes place at plate boundaries, but some activity does not. Hotspots are locations where Earth is active. Hotspot volcanoes form as plumes of hot magma rise. These plumes of magma come from deep in the mantle. Hotspots in the oceans. A chain of volcanoes form as an oceanic plate moves over a hotspot. This is how it happens. A volcano forms over the hotspot. Since the plate is moving, the volcano moves off of the hotspot. When the hotspot erupts again, a new volcano forms over it. This volcano is in line with the first. Over time, there is a line of volcanoes. The youngest is directly above the hotspot. The oldest is the furthest away. 
Hotspots beneath continents. Hotspots are also found under the continental crust. Remember, continental crust is very thick. It is more difficult for magma to make it through the thick crust. This makes them far less common. One exception is the Yellowstone hotspot. This hotspot is very active. In the past, the hotspot produced enormous volcanic eruptions. Now its activity is best seen in the region's famous geysers. Lesson Summary 1. Convection in the mantle drives the movement of the plates. It is what causes the crust to move over the Earth's surface. New oceanic crust forms at the ridge. It pushes the older seafloor away. It causes it to move horizontally away from the ridge. 2. Plates interact at three different types of plate boundaries. These three types are divergent, convergent, and transform fault boundaries. This is where most of the Earth's geologic activity takes place. 3. These processes acting over long periods of time. They are responsible for the geographic features we see today.